Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Connie, we have so much time and so little to cover. Wait, strike that. Reverse it. It's reverse. Yep. Welcome back, Colonels. Um, contrary to what our intro said, we have a lot to cover in a little amount of time because I worked 49 hours this week and I have to wake up for a morning shift tomorrow. So, Rico, are we ready? I'm ready. I actually have tomorrow off, so your boy's going to be editing this tonight because our episode comes out in a few hours. Yeah, we're we're not procrastinators. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but definitely not. If you hear our AC cutting in and out, um, just ignore it. That's just part of the magical effects of today's episode. The magical effects being that... People are still on vacation. We are still home alone. and We're doing whatever the fuck we want. Podcast room, that's the whole house. Yeah, Connie decided that she wanted to record in the game room today. So we have a very little ghetto set up on top of a... What is this? Blanket? It's like a tote. Blanket tote? Yeah, our blanket yeah. tote. And uh-huh. then our dog that we are dog sitting is um, laying next to us. So if you hear his loud ass snoring, um, he is in fact an old man. Right. And if you hear either of us scream ouch, you are hurting me. It's because he does not understand the concept of consent when or it comes to shaking. Space. Yeah. So and his paws, man, he, he's worked all his life, so his paws are rough as fuck. Think of like a lumberjack with like sandpaper. Well no no no. Like sandpaper has a little more lotion I on mean, it yeah. than this man's paws. Like, you need a deep exfoliation. This man has, like, dirt, grime, rocks, and glass for feet. Honestly. Like, they are so fucking rough. Like, they go on any fabric, they will catch immediately. He will wash your dishes with just his hands. Oh, you need one of those? You do not need a Brillo pad for this man. I was going to say, you know those, like, steel wool pads that you can, like, scrub dishes with? Exactly. That is his paws. Do you remember those 80s itchy, scratchy Mm -hmm. sweaters? Mm -hmm. Those feel like Charmin Ultra Plus. They feel like cashmere on your skin compared to his paws. And the thing is, is he doesn't understand. Um, He doesn't read the room. So when we're busy, that is the main time that he's like, hey. Touch me. Do you want to shake? Pet me. Yeah. So um, I need, I need uh, affection. His mud caked self is asleep right now because he insists on just trampling the mud anytime he's Are outside. Are we going to give him a bath before we return him? I mean, probably. Is that something that dog sitters do? Are we getting paid for this job? I don't think we are. I don't think so either. We are not the favorite. She's going to be like, oh, I'll listen 
to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll no, I'll post it no, on Facebook. I don't want to get paid for watching Tank. I want her to subscribe to the Patreon on the five dollar mark. I need I need some emotional support payments from this. For real. This has been the most traumatic experience and only reinforced my love for fish and cats. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> let me tell you how bad it's been. We had him well, no, what was it? I went to sleep at, let's say, 3 o'clock in the morning, woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning to Connie yelling from downstairs. I was so, on my way into work. She was on her way into work. It was work. a Saturday morning. I was still morning. asleep for all of like four hours. So I probably went to sleep at like 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I hear Connie yelling and screaming I that she's screaming. about to be late. I was saying for dramatic effect. Oh, okay. And I come downstairs to find wet moon pies on our carpet. Um, but before we discuss too many people, um, do you want to talk about our movie? Uh, speaking of moon pies, this is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Oompa Loompa Moon Pies. That should be the name of the episode. Oh, dear God. Um, I know we haven't done a Versus in a while, but this is actually one that has been on our list it has for been a long for, time. Since we started. Since before we started the podcast. Yeah. When it was All just, on the whiteboard. Yeah. It was a... Con- like. A concept that mm-hmm. we had only kind of dreamed about and we had talked about. Mm-hmm. And then next two episodes, we will be covering another movie. One of these movies are coming out soon. Space the, Jam? The final, no. The final, I think, like, part of the series. I have no idea what you're talking about. We're going to be covering The Perch. Oh, yeah. Uh, wrapping that up. That was actually our very first, I think, episode. Mm-hmm. That, well, it wasn't the purge. I'm lying. It was a very deep conspiracy theory that it only we had. It was a super had. deep conspiracy theory. You had to really like prep and stretch for that. It one. was a joke. It was a than, joke. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was really funny. Maybe we'll bring it back. That was our AC cutting off. If it just sounded kind of weird. If we sound super crisp now, that's why. Um. So, do we have any updates that we need to kind of go over? No. Oh, also, oh, we, we didn't mention the fact that Tank is going to be getting up every five minutes, walking to a different part of the house, and coming back. It's fine. Also, if you hear some variation in like how loud we are, it's because we're having to free ball this whole mic situation. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a table to sit them on right now. We probably sound excellent compared to the podcast. <laughs> oh dear God! Probably. I'm actually like sitting away from the mic and not like right here in your ear. Every P that's pronounced. Isn't like wet <laughs> for real. You can hear the moisture. So, do we have any um, any updates? Any updates? I had updates, and then I forgot to write them in the notes. It's okay. I just now shared the notes with you, so it's okay. True. True. Um, true. So we are doing verses. If you know you forgot already, because we already derailed. Um, we're doing a versus episode with the Chocolate Factory. So we're doing Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. And if you don't know the difference, shame on you. How could you not? Two vastly different movies. Shame on you. So, you're going to be covering Charlie, right? The newer one. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to be doing Willy Wonka, the older one. Yes. And Gene Wilder versus Johnny Depp. It's very odd. I know we're going to kind of get into it later, mm-hmm. but the old one, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, focuses more on Charlie, whereas Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the new one focuses more on Willy Wonka and his backstory. Mm-hmm. So just to, if you guys forgot. Is it too late to give you my update? Go for it. This one was more on the fly. Um, so while we do have our series or segments or whatever, we have roses, we have verses, we have ranked, we have... Brief moment. Brief moment. We have... Um, what's the one that we just did recently? Break out the BuzzFeed. Yeah, break out the BuzzFeed. 
we are probably not going to be doing any more series. I thought we were doing um, just kind of like our conversations. I mean, yeah, but like what I want to do is focus more on what people want to hear. I mean, we may do an episode that's different. We may do, you know, just conversational pieces. We may do stuff like fun games, something we can think of, you know, just putting people against each other that shouldn't be together. You know, just random stuff. (laughs) And then we want to hear from you guys as to whether or not you want another episode on that. Like what movie... If you want us to cover movies as well, that's what this all kind of started off. Right. As, but, like, we want to know, like, hey, I saw these two movies. Like, I think they're super similar. Like, can you kind of tell me more about them or, you know? Oh, well, I just meant, like, if we decide to do, like, okay, who's going to win in a fight between Johnny Depp and Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka? Like, we decided to do a whole yeah. episode on that and just have debates and, like, stuff like that between ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if they want to hear more of it, then we could just go ahead and give them more. Yeah. Instead of making a whole series that who knows if people want to hear. And also, we do have to mention that we are My working. My man's just woke himself up with a snore. I know. I don't know if y'all can hear that. It is so loud. Oh, there he goes. He woke himself <laughs> up again. Um, We are working on more like patron exclusive episodes as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been kind of shopping some stuff where we're going to do like a part one on our regular feed and then a part two and they're not reliant on each other like a part three um you can listen to them independently you don't have to subscribe to our patreon to like finish the movie per se but um we're working on like exclusive episodes so you will get access to those i think with the five dollar tier um you get access to those Mm -hmm. and it's just a little extra bonus content from us Mm -hmm. just to kind of you know, give, give you guys another little fix if you need it. Um, and it's going to be kind of some just cool stuff. Right. That, and for those... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't oh, no, you're fine. I was going to say maybe, like, we can cover, like, TV shows and stuff like that that mm-hmm. we just watch recreationally. hmm So, something that I wanted to talk about that we will be getting into in one of our discussion videos, like you said, where we're going to be talking to each other. Episodes. Episodes. You know yes. what I meant. Um, what I wanted to talk about was something that... I really miss, you really miss, Mm -hmm. and that is director's cut or, you know, the actor. No, 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 not not just that. That's going to be the conversation piece. Don't worry. I don't want to give them too much. Okay. But um, we miss the whole, you know, actors talking about their roles. The commentary. Right. The commentaries from actors, directors, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And what I want to do is focus on something a little similar to that Mm -hmm. with New Age. And if by whatever chance you don't want to do Patreon, but you still want to support the channel, we will be doing a Twitch soon. We don't know how soon. Don't hold us to that. Don't hold us to that. But that's something that that I've always had. And we're thinking about doing where you can, and you you know, like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon all have like streaming parties. Yeah, they have the watch parties now. I mean, we we might, that one's a little bit harder to get into, but at least Twitch, right. At least the idea behind it would be. We would watch a movie. We can't obviously show y'all the movie because rules and regulations and guidelines and stuff like that. But we would be letting y'all know when we're going to watch a movie, if y'all want to watch the movie with us. And we would be talking amongst ourselves and amongst Mm y'all, reading comments or whatever, Twitch, however that works. Reading those and answering questions there about us with the movie. And just like I said, giving commentary. Yeah, just having like a a group experience rather mm-hmm. than y'all just l- talking to us. Well, us talking to y'all, mm-hmm. it would be y'all also talking to us. And I'm sounding really Texas right now. 
instead of us just talking to y'all um y'all would be talking to us us. (laughs) i realize that that's my that's my texan coming out when i sleep like i'm sleepy uh so if you want we can go ahead i know we kind of derailed a little bit but we can go ahead and like we said so little to cover so much time also i hope y'all weren't creeped out by the reversal of the yeah i promise we did not summon anything into your household no we were except for willy wonka he will be there no we'll be watching you from the shadows we summoned (gasps) missy elliott no we summoned johnny depp's willy wonka oh god that one is scary have you seen bob have you seen the tiktok guy i have yeah i have Mm -hmm. that's gonna be the guy that pops out of your closet and starts dancing for fucking really you've been a bad nut (laughs) okay Okay, well you're gonna cover gene wilders Um, (laughs) i'm a little creeped out now (laughs) if you want to go ahead and dive into this wholesome wholesome movie um we can just it was definitely not wholesome at all but i feel you it was more wholesome and like it was terrible childlike than the charlie and the chocolate factory i guess that one's wild Okay, so Charlie, his mother, and four grandparents live in a property. His grandpa Joe, which is arguably his Live in a property? Yeah, that's what she wrote down. Oh, I meant live in poverty. Well, they live in a property in in poverty. poverty. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) And his grandpa Joe, which is... Really quick, hold on, for the record. Connie does a lot of the notes for this podcast. I, I... I'm going to give you credit. You do a lot of the notes for the podcast, and it makes me sound very lazy whenever I read them and mess them up and then blame you for them. It's okay. But it's also because I do my own notes. Yeah, we each have our own little episodes where we kind of like take the lead on things. Right. So, yeah, this one was mine. And I also, (laughs) the reason why Connie does the notes is because I tend to do like the rough draft, and then she tells me she hates all of it. It's because his grammar is so bad. I just, my punctuation's bad. Your punctuation. He does not know how to use a comma and it's okay. I still love him. We are getting there. We are getting there. I've been getting a lot I know. You've been more confident with your comma uses. I have. I'm very proud of you. And with periods. Well, I had an English teacher that like scarred me because I used to use commas all the time. Oh no. And so she just didn't like it. Dude, I'm so, I'm honest with you. I have so many run on sentences that just uh, comma, 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 comma. Like, comma, 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 chameleon. That's me. You are very comfy right now, aren't you? I'm so fucking comfortable, dude. I am on the couch. I have my, like, my mic. Just Why do you sound so stoned? Calm down. Resting. I'm in my tortilla blanket. I'm good. Connie is kicked up. Anyway, so. His they live in poverty on a property. In a, pro- in a property. In poverty. In poverty. And in this one, the dad is dead. Yes, and this one, the dad is dead. So if you remember a dad, it's not this one, it's the other one. So his grandpa Joe, which is arguably his favorite grandparent, tells him about the Wonka factory and how he shut it down after the candy maker sent spies to work there to steal his secrets. Okay, so if we come back and the AC is on, I just want y'all to know there was a short intermission. We had to get a ponytail holder. Not My for hair me. got hot. Okay, so a few years after he shut it down, it started back up, and no one's gone in or out, but he's still making candy. The next day, it is announced that a contest has started, and Wonka has hidden five golden tickets in ordinary Wonka bars. Whoever finds one of these tickets will go on a tour of Wonka's factory and receive a lifetime supply of chocolate. So, of course, the world goes crazy for Wonka bars. We already need that part. So the first ticket is found by gluttonous German boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. 
No, I'm kidding. The complete opposite of that. <laughs> it's Augustus found Gloop. by a boy named Augustus Gloop. Yes, thank you. Sorry, my brain like Go went ahead. to the new sing one. Go ahead, sing it for him. Sing it for him. No, I'm going to sing it in the new one. Okay. So, the second ticket is found by a spoiled girl who was a complete brat. Like, God, I hated her. Like, if that was my child, I don't know what I would have done with myself. But we all know the infamous Veruca Salt. Or rather, a worker at her father's peanut factory who was being paid to open Wonka bars from sunrise to sunset. Which I think is very shitty. <laughs> yeah, they like bulk bought Wonka bars. and Like by the case. And they were like, you ladies have to... Sh-. And then a dollar pay raise. And I know for that time, that was a lot of money. Right, and then granted, you don't know how much they were getting paid. I mean, probably fucking probably nothing, peanuts. That's what they're shelling. Right. So but Yeah, and it was... I just... I don't know. It was fucked up. It was very fucked up. It's like, why didn't that lady get to tour the Wonka factory? I mean, you would have thought that, like, you know, she found it. So, like... They'd be like, technically... Technically, Veruca Salt didn't win. Nah. It is what it is. But anyway, the third ticket went to Violet Boldegard, who, for whatever reason, reminded me a lot of Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. I used to love the books. I love the Netflix adaptation. And I kind of like the Jim Carrey one. I like the darkness of it. Yeah. But we can cover that on a different episode. The Jim Carrey one is the new one. No. The new series. No. That's oh, no, it's the old Curtis. one. Yeah. Sorry. I got them mixed up. Right. No, it's okay. Um, so, <laughs> Violet Boldegard was a world record holder for chewing a piece of gum for three months straight. And Disgusting. she used to literally compete for that kind of stuff, which... I don't know where you live, but um, I know we have hot dog eating contests, corn eating contests, pie eating contests, and barbecue eating contests if you're in Texas, mm-hmm. and hot yeah. sauce eating contests. Steak. Yeah. Steak eating contests. Yeah. Ribs. Like, mac and but cheese, probably. Gum. Gum was theirs. And, like, that's so odd because, like, everybody knows you chew gum for too long. It's going to get, like, hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry. How do you drink water? Like, drinking water with your gum? I guess I would moisten it, but like no, it, it makes it harder. Really bad. Cold water makes your gum harder. I mean, of course, because it's cold, it would solidify. I mean, are you gonna drink hot water with gum? Maybe. Disgusting. Drink tea with your gum? And I no, I think it was in the new one that she was just like, yeah. Whenever I'm not chewing, I stick it behind my no, ear. No, that's in both actually. Really? Yeah. But it's think about weird. like. But think about it as a girl who has a lot of hair, both. Of them had really well, not long hair, but like I a lot could of hair. Not. You would get it stuck in those little like hairs behind your ear. Do you think that's why she kept her hair so short? Because she probably tried in to the sleep. second one, but in the well, first one, she had long hair. Because she tried to sleep with her gum in her mouth, and you know, I don't know if your parents ever told you, but my mom always told me to like never sleep with gum in my mouth because it would fall out and get I tangled up in my hair. I literally do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, like I learned that. Everybody's like, yeah, you just put it under your tongue That's and it exactly won't fall out. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who told us that. Nobody. I just did just it. I figured it out. Yeah. No, but they always said, don't sleep with gum in your mouth because it's going to fall out and get in your hair and you're going to chop think your hair that's, off. I don't think that's the biggest fear is it getting in your I think, you know, choking on it and eh, while you're asleep probably. would probably do a lot and more don't damage. don't swallow your gum. Otherwise, you'll poop bubbles. Nobody told me that either. My grandma told me that. I was told that it would stick to your intestines and oh kill you. Oh, my God. You didn't hear that? No. I just heard you won't be able to poop oh, or you're going to You didn't have fucked bubbles. up cousins. No, I, I had no cousins. You, you are correct. Cousin. You yeah, have one cousin. I have, 
I have Sarah. Technically, you have two cousins. But okay, but Aubrey was not born until I, I was meant, a teenager. I meant your other cousin. That's like talk. one of the only cousins that, like, you've only mentioned two of your cousins to me. Who do I have cousins with? You yeah, don't even know. I have Sarah. Uh-huh. And I have Aubrey. Uh-huh. And then I think I have Megan and Clayton. Uh-huh. And now we have new cousins. Who? We have the other Megan that makes your earrings. Is she? Yeah, she's my cousin. Mm-hmm. She's my, my stepmom's niece, so I think she's my cousin. And her husband, who I love very much because he supports the shit out of this podcast. <laughs> so if he you're follows listen- us on Instagram. And I don't know if he listens to this, but if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, we would definitely love you that too. Tell me. Or, you know, Connie, Connie works for fucking shelled peanuts. She'll just take earrings at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know i fucking do too and if you I can love make earrings. really cool lightning bolt earrings for your boy i would definitely wear those too you kill me um yeah what I, think that's, you I think that's well i guess harley would be considered my cousin too who's harley harley's megan's sister oh okay i love how we're just oh, putting no. our whole haven's fa- your stepbrother yeah we're just putting our whole family tree but is haven's cousins your cousin i yeah, yeah, well, I think it's like once removed or something. Oh, well, one of them should have told you that bubblegum would stick to your intestines. I'm literally like... For seven years. Okay, I did hear the seven years. Okay, yes. But I heard you won't be able to poop. For seven years? Or you're like you're going to poop out bubbles. For seven years? Yeah. Like, Weird. you will not be able to poop for seven years. Weird. No. Hyon told me it would get stuck to your stomach. Your cousins? For seven years. You just had too many cousins growing up. They just, like, wanted to fuck with you. They did. Heavily. But we should probably get back to the plot. Yeah, because I don't even know where I'm at. Okay, so... <laughs> sorry, guys. I think working for shelled peanuts. Well, no. Violet Boulevard. No, no, Violet Boulevard. Boulevard three months. Yeah, that's where we... The fourth ticket is found by Mike TV, who is kind of sort of my favorite out of everybody. Like, everybody was just a garbage person. Mike TV just kind of like you was there kid. for the ride. Like my boy was just like, I'm doing it for the fame. Like I'm gonna do whatever, whenever. Yeah, he just wanted to like. He was on ten all the time. That's what it yeah. was. He speaking of unmedicated, right? That was him. Right. I mean, I guess it's because he reminded me a lot of myself. Like I used to love guns. I used to play video games all damn day. Watch TV all damn day. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked again. But like I said, Mike TV was obsessed with television and games. So during this time, Grandpa Joe uses his tobacco money to buy Charlie two Wonka bars. Neither of them contained a ticket. And they were Sorry, so... Sorry, my boy. They put so much pressure on this young kid, too. They did. They were like, all right, Charlie, open it, it up. You're That's gonna a be ticket. The one that finds it. it is a ticket. I believe in you. You're the one that wants it the most. That's yours. And then he opens it. And Charlie's rude fucking ass was like, oh, my God, I got it. And he turned around and they're like... Dude, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, cool. And then he was like, just kidding. No. It's just the chocolate. But do you Mm. want a piece? And they're like, no, I'm good. good. And then Uncle. It's your birthday. Was it his birthday? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I keep calling him Uncle. His grandpa Joe was like, got a little something extra special for you. And then it still doesn't have it. Yeah. So. (laughs) I'm sorry, that got really low for a second. It did. I was trying to imitate Grandpa Joe. (laughs) <laughs> okay didn't work so like connie said neither of them contained the ticket and soon the fifth and final ticket was claimed by a millionaire in paraguay paraguay if you're hispanic oh the next morning charlie finds a coin in a storm drain which 
funny enough, was from a whole different country. Yeah, it was just listed as sovereign coin. Right. So I don't know where exactly it was from. Right. Which is, it's very odd because you don't actually know where You're lacking on your computer job. I just want you to know the computer's falling asleep twice now. It's okay. Um, You don't know where this actually takes place. No, it doesn't tell you. It's just a fucking mystery. Because Grandpa Joe has a slight, like super slight accent. But Charlie speaks like regular English. Unless my brain was fucking up. No, because he definitely had a slight accent. Veruca Salt was British, wasn't she? Veruca Salt, yeah. But Violet and Mike TV were like American. American, yeah. And then Augustus then, was German. But then whenever... No. Yeah. Daddy. No, no, no. I meant because whenever they say it on the TV, they're like... Who would have thought that even here in America, we would have a winner? And it was Violet. Yeah, and Mike TV. And then Mike TV all of a sudden like won too. So it's like, not strange at all, I guess. Because like in the new one, it tells you where they're from. They're like, Violet Boulevard from Atlanta, Georgia. Mike TV from Denver, Colorado. Right. But they don't actually say where Charlie is or where this takes place. No. And then we know Augustus Gloop. He just lives in in a property in poverty. Yeah. That's all we know. (laughs) All we know is Charlie lives on a property in poverty. So, like I said, Charlie find, finds the coin in a storm drain, and he goes into the candy shop to buy some candy, including a regular Wonka bar. For his grandpa, he's like, I'm going to buy this one well, for Grandpa Joe. He buys... Wait, no, sorry. That's Norman Bates's British Charlie. It sounded like... um, It sounded like something from Nightmare Before Christmas. What do you mean? The way you said that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but uh, no, he buys that scrum umptious bar, which for himself, and then he gets he a regular in, Wonka bar for his grandpa. He goes Although his in, grandpa says he doesn't fucking like chocolate. But he goes in and he asks the candy maker. He's like, "I want your biggest thing of chocolate," and he gives him the smallest chocolate bar, a little fucking circular. One. No, no, he gives him the really long, skinny one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the really long skinny one that breaks off into squares instead of like a regular like Hershey size bar, mm-hmm. which makes no sense to me. Which I really, I would really prefer that. Honestly. It, like long chocolate fucking Hershey's yeah. strips, I guess. Yeah. It, That'd be it, a lot better. I personally think so. But he gives him that one and then he literally fucking scarfs it down before even paying. True. Like he's never had chocolate a day in his life. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he just had two fucking chocolate bars for his birthday. Right. Which was like the day before exactly and so then he's like he turns back he's like well i guess i'll get one but it's for my grand but it's for my grandpa joe not for me right like charlie you ain't gonna lie (laughs) no he did get it for grandpa joe but uh, i'm gonna get to why he got it for grandpa joe so (laughs) he gets a regular wonk bar for grandpa joe after he leaves the shop he reads the headline that the fifth ticket was a fraud on the newspaper Shocked, Charlie realizes that he still has a chance to win the last ticket, and as he slowly opens up the chocolate bar, he finds da 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 That's for all my Legend of Zelda fans. He finds the golden ticket. He does. He does. And what does he do with the chocolate bar after he, he finds the golden ticket? He throws tickets? that shit to the ground. He threw that bitch to the ground. Fuck he said, Grandpa Joe. In the That's snow. probably why. That's probably why he invited Grandpa Joe. It's not because it was his favorite. He's like, or because he was the only one that could walk and didn't have and a shit ton of bed sores. I'm sorry, but for a child, <laughs> for a child who literally just gave himself like a fucking art, like a, a, what is it? A blocked artery 
from eating all that chocolate mm-hmm. within approximately 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck you throwing a chocolate bar down, son? You were fiending for this chocolate a second ago. It was Grandpa Joe's chocolate bar. He said, fuck you, Grandpa Joe. You said you quit in tobacco, you quit in chocolate too? <laughs> God damn. He just, like, he violently threw it to the ground too. It wasn't even like a, and, oh, it fell out of my hand. No, no, no. He's like, fucking chocolate. Take it. Ticket, I got a ticket. And, but my my problem with that is is literally like as soon as he gets the ticket, he throws the chocolate bar to the ground, and I guess that's what attract that attracts the attention, because this random ass lady turns around, sees a golden ticket, and grabs him by the fucking wrist. And I'm wrist. telling you, if that was me, they would have caught a goddamn case. You would have caught a case, not them, unless they were gonna catch a case of the lumps. <laughs> hey, baby. No, no, that is that is assault. I'm not standing for it. We are fighting. For real. And then she Self like, defense. I had to raccoon her shit because she decided. She did to draw attention to me. For real. Like, and she fucking holds his arm up. And then she brings him to like a bigger crowd. She's and like, you mean to tell me nobody swiped that bit? Like Charlie has like you. a death grip on that bitch. That is the next paragraph because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How did nobody fucking just yank Yeet that, that bitch shit? out of his Thank hand? You. Yeah. Like people were over here fucking scamming. To get Bro, a golden ticket. I would have just, boom, gang, whole lot of gang <laughs> shit. <laughs> just fucking you remember when that was a thing on yeah, Instagram? That was so fucking bad. But no, like, how? How did... Nobody. Anyways. Nobody. I mean, they, like, grabbed at him and, like, pretended like they could I'll they buy it from you, him. sir. Bro, it's a fucking kid. Touring a so, chocolate factory. I mean, I mean I'm not, not gonna violently attack a child per se but how hard would it have been for real Just for a grown-ass man and not only that like i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be charlie weird. hasn't eaten a dog that's what i was about to say months the yeah. man's only eaten chocolate bar he's he's <laughs> running and cabbage low soup. and cabbage soup my man's is running low like on energy you're telling me he is crashing in like three seconds <laughs> after he gets home you were telling me you couldn't just push down this malnourished child <laughs> and just fucking ran i'm sorry Bruh. y'all are nicer people than i am <laughs> fucking dip. was crime not a thing like nobody was gonna shank him for it like no oscar slugworth just meets him in a dark alley just... but that's what i mean like okay you have slugworth who is like we're not gonna remember the ending too yet but like you have slugworth offering him shit tons of money mm-hmm. you have random pedestrians offering him a shit ton of money nobody's gonna violently like assault the child for the for fucking real. ticket like i mean i'm not saying it as like I'm they should of it. i'm just saying in the sense that nobody did it it's is surprising like crime was it was like the anti-gotham like i'm sorry i walk out in houston with this big ass chain vbs is everything we're getting snatched the minute you yeah, i'm snatching that right? bitch before you leave the room my neighbors would snatch that shit like you telling me that the random fucking people saw charlie and was like you know what good for him right congrats i will pay you good lad uh but you decline my offer some amount if you decline my offer that is totally fine that is totally fine no dude no this is a lifetime of wonka chocolate come on and like a tour of his fucking factory that nobody's been in for years like this is a lifetime achievement i'm sorry bro people 
literally rob and kill people over Jordans. I, You know what? And I'm there just... are a shit ton of them. There's a limited supply, but there's a shit ton of them. You're going to tell me for five tickets in the entire I'm, world. I'm just saying. You would have had some international scammers. I'm just saying that I know that Charlie lives on a property in poverty, but I guess it ain't that much in poverty. Bro. I would be like, hey, little girl, I'm about to pay you like 10 grand. That sounds so skeevy. You just flirt with him a little bit. Oh, get your hand on that ticket. Take that ticket. Run. Run. You run it back to me. We about to split this chocolate. Not only that, fucking give that kid a loaf of bread. Hello, child. (laughs) Hello, malnourished child. Would you like to go to McDonald's? (laughs) (laughs) Charlie was hurting, my man. (laughs) I will buy you six Happy Meals. I will buy you six of those chocolate strips that you scoffed down. (laughs) For real. Like, I'm... Y'all didn't, y'all couldn't have gotten this shit from him. It was really that hard. For real, man. Like, dog. Shit's wild. I will get you and Grandpa Joe and your mom some fried chicken right now. I'm going to get them a smart mattress. They can adjust their Tempur-Pedic numbers. For real. You know, I, like. There are so many things they could have offered Charlie. (laughs) I just, I, it makes no fucking sense how... For that ticket. Or just snatched it. Like for, for this lady to draw him into a crowd and be like, look, he has the ticket. He she's has a bitch it. for that. She's a fucking bitch. But, but for her to be able to do that and nobody just fuck... And cause okay, he, but like, why didn't the candy store guy like just shut down for business? Because he it, he didn't... Charlie didn't open it whenever he was in the store. It was I when he got he out said, of the store. Go, Charlie. Run. No, it was his. Stop. It was his boss on the newspaper route. Oh, Remember okay. where he read the headline saying that they found the fifth ticket was a scam. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his boss that like pulled him out of the crowd and was like, "Go run!" And, and don't then, stop till you get home. I think in the new one, it it's was a candy. The candy. Man. Yeah, yeah. But no, like you're telling me, this ticket, his hand reached eye level with all these adults, and they could read the lettering on it. And Charlie, meanwhile, oh, you his face, that bitch with your teeth. his face is in their like chest because <sighs> he's fucking short as hell. And just he wouldn't have even noticed. No, just put a dollar in his. That's hand. what I was gonna <laughs> say. Like fucking Indiana Jones, that shit. <laughs> okay, we stop, derailed stop. so fucking much. This is gonna be a long ass episode, it and I'm really so sorry. Be so long, we're at 38 minutes already. I know, and we <laughs> and haven't, haven't even got, finished. Yet. I know, I know. All right, let's go. That's how you know it's a good movie, though. It, it was. It was it was a good bad movie. <laughs> you know, it's a good movie. It's a that's good, a thing. good movie, but it's also a good bad movie. It's a good movie. It's a whole. That's why I said wholesome movie because mm-hmm. like he didn't get fucking yanked. Like, that's it. He didn't get swung on for it. Exactly. Like it was wholesome. <laughs> they let him keep his golden ticket. They did. How kind. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and read this paragraph. Although I know yes. you said we already spoke on it. No, you're fine. <laughs> Power through it, babe. There you go. After a moment of celebrating, and honestly, I'm shocked that none of the adults that were at eye level. There you go. See, I'm adulting. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna get a little repetitive. <laughs> With the golden ticket, snatched it. Charlie runs home to tell everybody the good news, and on his way, he's confronted by a strange man that we've seen at every other fact. Wait, nope. Sorry. Every other like scratch that. Reverse it. He is confronted by a strange man that we've seen at every other child's side after they find the ticket, which is Slugworth. Mm-hmm. Oscar Slugworth, which mm-hmm. is Willy Wonka's 
mortal enemy. Mm-hmm. That's and he, he introduces himself as Oscar Slugworth. Yes, that was the next part. Well, he was the one that one of the candy makers that was sending spies into Wonka's factories mm-hmm. to try to find mm-hmm. out his secrets. Wonka's just a dickhead, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, he tells Charlie that he will basically pay him very well if he bring him if he brung him back brings him back brought him back if only he brings him back my grammar is not good according to connie and if i said all only the right he brocketed him back <laughs> the prototype for the everlasting gobstock stopper hard words everlasting, everlasting gobstopper. gobstopper there we go wonka's latest and greatest invention which how would that have been his latest and greatest invention if he was closed for so long? No, he reopened a few years after he closed. So I think he's been pumping out chocolate bar this entire time. And just nobody's been in there? Yeah, nobody's been in or out. Do you think that he had that time gap so he can get the Oompa Loompas? Yeah, yeah, because it says that he rescued him from uh, Loompa Land. Loompa Land's not real. It says who? I am a geography teacher. Then you should know where Loompa Land is. I'm glad we we got that. That was, that was really good. <laughs> Granted, you forgot where like the place was. I was like, yeah, Loompa Land is neck is in. Uh, oh no, Loompa I don't Stoppia. think he said that. Yeah, he said something oh, like that. I yeah. don't remember. Anyway, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. So he tells Charlie that he'll pay him well for the prototype, and Charlie just ignores that shit. But he's like, look, I'm gonna drop a hundred racks. I'm gonna drop a hundred of a hundred racks. Just bring me back this shit. How much is a hundred of a hundred racks? I don't know. A million. Is that a million? A hundred, hundred thousand dollar stacks? I'm bad at math. I am too. You know, it, it really didn't, it didn't even show you how much money. He could have just had ones that were all banded up that like that. strip club money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, either way, it would have been a lot to Bro, Charlie. Again, like, how do you walk up on a kid in like a dark alley and just be like, I will offer you. Not only that, like, I'm sorry, approach the parents. Right. They, children don't know shit about money. Right. I was five years old thinking, $5? Oh my, I'm I will rich. give you four whole dollars for that one singular dollar. So once my one singular dollar, you'll give me $4? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, and children then you give him $4 dumb. and you just gave him like 50 Like, children are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Especially malnourished children who are pretty pretty fucking dizzy from not eating. Oh, no. No, and that's the thing is you should have approached the mom and been like... Bro, Charlie could have taken that money, right? He, he could have been like... If, I mean, because I'm, I'm a hustler, the true form of being. I'd have been like, hey, big dog, I'll bring you the gobsopper, but you're going to drop that one rack right now. I need a deposit, man. I You you asked me I can't to commit trust, treason. Right. Like, what... Right. I need you to instill some faith in me. I gotta fuck up my whole plan of getting uh-huh. lifetime chocolate. Uh-huh. Come on. Nah, son, you better set me up with a house on top of those bands. For real. I'd be like, just go ahead and hand that over, big boy. Yeah. Thank you. Let and me I would have taken it. the whole family. For real. Like, bro, you could have gotten your family some some new new somethings. Yeah. You that was a whole stack of money. Charlie's fucking stupid. He really is. Like, I, I get it. It's wholesome. Honesty wins. Boy was dizzy and confused. <laughs> Could have used a cheeseburger. Dehydrated? Any, fuck. For real. He was drinking fucking leaky roof water. Dear God. <laughs> so, <laughs> ignoring this, Charlie rushes back home. And after telling Grandpa Joe that he would ask him 
wait, what? After telling Grandpa Joe that he would ask him to go if he could walk, there we go, mm-hmm. we find out that Grandpa Joe is no longer bedridden, as he has been for the past 10 years. He's like, what? You want me to go to Wonka's factory? I think all I can manage. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's a miracle Grandpa Joe could walk. And I'm sorry, really quick, I just want to say, how is it? Did you hear that fucking giant ass I growl? hope they did. Anyways. How is it that Grandpa Joe still has nice clothes after not being able to get out of bed for like a fucking decade? Mm-hmm. How is it that he still has nice clothes to wear? I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. If I was in poverty. I'm confusion. I would have sold them bitches. Yeah. I would have po- posted it on Poshmark. Or fucking real. <laughs> like thread up. So the next day is a big day and we see the iconic Gene Wilder cane tuck roll scene. Mm. iconic mm. you wrote those notes so <laughs> you're like oh, that's a mouthful that was not something i understand nope so this entrance sets the tone for the whole tour during the factory willie leads him inside and has him sign a contract with illegible print and literally some of it was in latin yeah i think all contracts are the same they're from the devil so right except for this one was also in lumpenese and made up languages it was a whole thing children do not sign anything without a lawyer present unless it is you signing your life over to me oh my god then feel free sign your life away to the patreon oh yeah sign up for patreon don't um read to connie don't don't sign your soul to connie don't read our terms and conditions we have no idea what they say i don't just sign up and support us yeah we will get a whole three doll hairs. Drop us $100,000 stacks. I love it. So, like we said, make some sign a contract with illegible print. And after they all sign it, the tour begins. During this tour, we meet Oompa Loompas, who Wonka said he rescued from Loompa Land. There you go. To throw that out there. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there because it is a similarity between the two movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. both came from Limbaland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't write these notes. Okay. So the first victim of this tour is the first person who won the ticket, Augustus Gloop, unable to resist his cho- unable to resist his thirst for blood and chocolate. Yes, he falls into the chocolate river. Well, not blood, just chocolate. Yeah, Willy unable Wonka to resist has a thirst for blood. He is the opposite of malnourished. He is overnourished. He's the opposite of Charlie. Yes. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was actually Thank you for funny. pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> so the river starts flowing abundantly and he falls in attempting to drink it with his hand. Side note. OSHA violation. Absolutely. Also. Why didn't he just use one of the teacup flowers? That's what. Granted, honestly. I think the teacup flowers are like lemon flavored. Like. You know those those um, squeezable would sour you, candies or like lemon drop candy? Would you prefer that? Actually, when you said lemon drop, I felt that on the back and of the my back mouth. Of your jowls. Yeah, yeah. Could you? No. That's crazy. And if I think of anything sour, I can feel it. Um, no, but would you rather scoop up chocolate from a chocolate river with your hands? Like, would you want hand? Fl- I know he did not wash his hands before doing that. Do you want? Were, were there no straws? Thank you. Like you chocolate straws. You could have used anything. Yeah, he could have. And he's over here fucking 
face down ass up in a chocolate river. He really was face down <laughs> ass up. <laughs> I never want to say that about a child again, but yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he gets sucked up into the extractor where he hopefully won't get boiled alive. And don't worry, they didn't kill any children. So they just permanently scarred them for life. You know. I love how loud Tank is. I hope that they can catch that in this episode. I know. That is a treat for everybody. So Violet is next because, you know, next person's next. Wait, no. Veruca is next. No, Violet. No, I meant like in the tickets, like who won the tickets. Oh, yes. Yes. Veruca was. Veruca was second and then Violet. Yeah. So in the next one, it's Violet. Mm -hmm. And she snatches a prototype for the new gum that Willy Wonka made and begins chewing the gum. Immediately, she turns into a blueberry because... Wonka's gum was a three-course meal mm-hmm. that happens to fuck up anybody who gets to the dessert part. Yes. And it's they not quite worked out. Blueberries. It's like blueberry pie or some shit. Yeah. Which the dad set her up. Like, how did the dad know? Because she's like, oh, it's turkey and gravy. Oh, my God. A I baked Wonka, potato. I think Wonka said that it was the three-course meal, like... A whole Thanksgiving dinner. whole Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. But and who like, the fuck has blueberry well, pie for I think Wonka said, like, blueberry pie no. with ice cream at the end. Did he really? I think so. I, I feel like it. I don't think he did. I don't know. Anyway, I'm a little far. I'm sorry. I'm taking off this jacket. I'm a little hot. It's Texas. So, next up is Grandpa Joe and Charlie. And you would think that because Charlie is so wholesome and nice, he wouldn't fall for any of the shenanigans. gains. But he does. And, you know, it wasn't even Charlie. It was Grandpa Joe's hoe ass. It was fucking Grandpa Joe, dog. He a hoe, dog. He was like, it's okay. Nobody will notice. Meanwhile, Grandpa Joe is the biggest hoe. Grandpa Joe, I'm sorry. You literally just saw a child get sucked up by a fucking extractor tube. Because he wasn't listening to the rules. And then you just saw another girl blow up like a blueberry. Because she wasn't listening to the rules. And now you're in a room with fizzy lifting drinks and a giant fan at the top. And you're like, hey, you know, we should drink some of these drinks. Because he didn't listen to the rules willie said don't touch the fucking drinks for just walking by and meanwhile grandpa joe's like we should take a sip just a little sip it's fine i haven't had any any whiskey today i'm sorry like such a bad fucking influence very much so i'm sorry the mosquito still freaks me out i thought about it i oh kind of want God. this jacket back on you kill me anyway so they didn't get caught per se but they fall behind the rest of the group and decide to test out the fizzy drinks, which make you weightless or give you the ability to fly. I don't know. It apparently attaches harnesses to your hip and turns you into a green screen because Charlie goes invisible for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The, he goes translucent. Sorry. Look, the the CGI was non-existent uh-uh. in this movie. Uh-uh. It's literally wires and just yeah. paint. Yeah. Look at it just a little bit harder. So, And I love it, though. To avoid any real harm, they start burping, and it starts descending them, because he didn't write how they got down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they ended up getting down uh-huh. by, by burping. Burp By forcing themselves to burp. Dog, I'm sorry. I would have thrown such a, up. Exactly. Any normal human being would have just thrown up by that point. Yeah. And fall yeah. straight to the floor. You did not drink enough carbonated drinks to, uh-uh. to burp that much. Uh-uh. They like to get a swig each. Yeah, and you know what? I want everybody who's listening right now, try to force yourself to burp. Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Uh-huh. So, then we see Veruca, Veruca fall victim next. 
And the golden egg room, Veruca demands a goose. Well, did you say that they caught back up to the group? They didn't get caught. They didn't get caught, but they made it back to the group. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um. Just so y'all know, they haven't died. Yeah. Or got lost, which each room leads to some weird shit. Yeah. So like, they should have gotten lost, but most definitely, they would have been stowaways in the fucking fizzy lifting room. No, I meant. And like in the factory, factory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no. Um, somehow they they got down and then they like. Did you know that nerds are Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, mean, yeah. I, I knew that, but like I didn't know that. I had enough child. nerds ropes and gummy nerds to know. Mm-hmm. I went through a whole phase where I really loved Wonka, like anything. Mm-hmm. They don't really make it anymore. I think nerds are the it's only leftover. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? Veruca. Veruca in the egg room. Veruca demands a goose that'll lay her a golden egg. And she has a whole musical number that wrecks havoc in the entire room. And she steps on an egg decator. And, you know, a play on the word indicator. And it labels her a bad egg. So it sends her down the chute into the furnace that is lit every other day, but especially on Tuesdays. And that day was a Tuesday. No, it's lit. Tuesdays is a new one. Right. I know. I was just mixing them both. Oh, every other day. Every other day, especially Tuesdays. I did a thing. Okay. So it sends her into the trash. The trash leads to the furnace. And we don't, well, we see that she makes it in the end, but whatever. So the last of them is. Do we? Yeah. She has like trash on. Yeah. Not not in the old one. We see it in the new one, not in the old one. Last of them is Mike TV. And (laughs) he goes through what can only be described as a television transmission. And is reduced to mini action figure size. And we're talking like green army men sized. And is hopefully stretched back to normal size with the taffy puller stretcher thing. However you make taffy. After all this, Grandpa Joe and Charlie are the only ones left on the tour. And Wonka tells them to find the exit and let themselves out. Just to clarify, we do not see Veruca or any of the others leave. That is in the new one. You don't see them. Oh, no. you don't see them leave. That's in the new one. You're correct. I apologize. It's okay. I wholesomely, as wholesome as the people in whatever town that Charlie lives in, apologize. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love I hearing love that you. I'm right. So, you're right. You don't see them. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. You see them in the new one. Yeah, because like, they shoot up through the thing. Yeah. So, anyway. Grandpa Joe and Charlie are the only ones left on the tour, and Wonka tells them to find the exit themselves and leave as he goes into his office. So, upset, Grandpa Joe is like, what the fuck? We won. Where's our chocolate? And you see that everything in Wonka's office is split in half. It's so weird. It it is. I think there was something behind that, like, because... I don't know. He's shown this exact like eccentric side of him, but like really he's like probably empty. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? But Grandpa Joe asks him about the lifetime supply of chocolate for Charlie and Wonka informs him that Charlie disqualified himself. He was just stringing him along. Yeah. He's basically like, he's like, yeah, sorry about it. You, you just didn't die like everybody else. Yeah. You didn't get caught in that moment, but you got caught. I was hoping the fans are going to take care of you, bud. Oof. Damn, which would have meant that Mike TV would have won. Almost. Almost would have won. I mean, he would have been the last one standing, but he would have disqualified, disqualified himself, which honestly, Wonka is saving so much money. Uh-huh. 
None of them got the lifetime lifetime supply of chocolate. Well, Charlie does. But. I mean, in the end. Yeah. So anyway, um, Grandpa Charlie asked him about the chocolate. Wonk informs him that he disqualified himself by breaking the contract that he signed in the beginning and tells him that since they stole the fizzy lifting drinks and bumped into the ceiling that he had to wash and sterilize. Oh, my God. Charlie gets nothing. He loses. Good day, sir. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. It's like my favorite scene. Me and my brother do it to each other all the time. So Grandpa Joe's pissed, and he tells Wonka that he's basically a terrible person that should get thrown in the egg chute. Yep. He then tells Charlie that, and I'm paraphrasing here, fuck Wonka, and let's give that gobstopper to Slugworth. But, you know, Charlie being Charlie and being a kind-hearted child that lets people grab him and do whatever they want with him, decides... He's going to put the prototype down on Wonka's desk and refuse to play dirty. Good boy, Charles. Good boy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Wonka jumps up and spins around and he tells Charlie, guess what, bud? That was a test. You won. And he apologizes for putting him through everything. And then he introduces him to who? Who, Connie? Who did he introduce him to? Oscar Mayer Slugworth. Mr. Wilkerson. Mm -hmm. Wilkinson. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's actually Willy Wonka's assistant, Oscar Slugworth. And he was working undercover all along, searching for the right child. Creepy. Creepy. Also, he's a hair sniffer. Whenever he grabs up on on uh, He does Veruca. it very oddly. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, moving. Uh-huh. Creepy. Yeah. So, they get on the Wonkavator, which is a turbo char- turbocharged lifting elevator, and Wonka tells Charlie to press a button that's never been pressed. They go further and further up until they crash through the ceiling, ripping him. That was an accurate description. Right. Yes. They crash the building, the window, whatever, and it cuts them to shreds and they all die. The end. The end. Just kidding. <laughs> they go through the ceiling and as they're looking at the town from up above, Wonka tells Charlie that his true purpose is to find a successor. And that was Charlie, the only one who qualified. He tells Charlie that he, that he and his family should move into the chocolate factory at once, and Charlie accepts. Now, now, I do want you to say mm-hmm. that it ends there. You never see Charlie make it down. Who knows? They all could have died. Yeah. But, what was I getting at? I was getting at something. Oh, my God. I had a whole thing, and then I ended You just forgot all of it. I did. I did. I don't know. I guess we could move on. I guess I'll figure it out later. Yeah, probably. What are you looking at? Oh, I was going to pull up the notes on my phone so I didn't have to look at your, look at your um, laptop. Oh, okay. Just because we're well, in a weird predicament. Do you want to read the tidbits? I'll let you read some tidbits. Um, I can pull it out from my phone. I have tidbits on my phone. Oh, fancy. fancy. Yes, I have Google Slides on my phone. What was so. I going to say? That was something about the movie. Well, I was just going to say in the DVD commentary of this movie, the original child actors, um, well, actually, Veruca Salt's character, she theorized that um, basically all of the tickets were planted, like very specifically by Mr. Wilkerson um, and, you know, Willy Wonka, that nobody was chosen at random, really. No. Um, every child had a kind of lesson in humility that they needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then Charlie, because of course he found that sovereign coin in there, mm-hmm. um, it was very weird. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, one that was for his country, I guess. But anyways, um, he found that coin and he was able to buy the chocolate bars. And it was right after he read the headline that the ticket's fake. Then he was like, oh, well, fuck it. You know, I might as well 
try. Right. So, and you can honestly tell that that's pretty true because can, Slugworth was at each and every single place. Yeah, like kind of as if he predicted it. Because not really that he predicted it so much as like he he showed it. up, and when he showed up, the ticket he planted showed up. Well, the chocolate bar. The thing is with Augustus Gloops, you see him already kind of celebrating with them. So mm-hmm. you don't see him as the ticket is found. Right. But you do see him when Veruca Salt finds hers. Mm-hmm. He's the one that leads the worker up to where, um, well, yeah, I think he like leads the worker up to the stairs, the stairs. where Veruca gets yeah. the ticket and then talks to Veruca. So he is there literally when it is being found. So it's not even like he's going to these places after it's found. Mm-hmm. Like he's there when it is found. Right. So I and really. And he's like one of the, one of the uh, interviewers. Whenever they're talking to Mike TV. Yeah. Yeah. He's interviewing Because he's there them. holding the mic. And, and then I don't remember where he was with Violet. Um, He was at the car lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, her dad's car mm-hmm. salesman. And then, um, yeah, I mean, with Charlie, he was literally right there in that tunnel when Charlie came out. So, so meaning he dropped the coin in the storm drain for Charlie to see and then yeah. met him in the... And it was right around the yeah. corner from the candy store mm-hmm. where, he, where he worked at his newspaper route. Like, Creepy as fuck. It was very... Granted, Charlie was the only kid who also did not get press coverage. I think maybe because it was the day before the tour was set to take place. I guess. Because Charlie found it last minute, but yeah, he didn't... That could have been some breaking news type shit. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get the press coverage that... Everybody else got. Yeah, which it's kind of fucked up, but I... Maybe it's because the whole, like, living in poverty thing. Right. I don't know. Nobody could find his home. Oh my god. I was just going to say... What if Charlie's nobody, actually dead? Nobody wanted him, like... Nobody wanted to do an interview at his house or his mom didn't want them there. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> well, um, yeah, but I definitely think that that is a good theory. I think it holds a lot of weight, personally. Mm-hmm. All right, so if we're ready, we can go ahead and jump in to uh to the new one where we definitely were not you talking... You almost kicked this man in the eye. <laughs> we definitely were not talking about the dog right before we started recording this. I see how you got comfy. Like, when it's not your turn, you can just kind of, like, do whatever you want. Yeah, you can just relax, dude. It's easy. Just chime in whenever you want. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this one is the 2005 one. Sorry about my voice. I just... It's not like you just done smoked some cigarettes, girl. I have not smoked anything as of today. You sound malnourished as fuck. Oh, my (laughs) God. I sound dehydrated. (laughs) Um, It is 11 p.m., and I do have to be at work tomorrow, so I just... And Connie drinks nothing but sweet tea. All day, every day, any day. And iced coffee. Anyways. You need uh, water in your life. I just realized this. This is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 2005 one with Johnny Depp. It is the remake. And this one, you know, like we said, the names are kind of reversed. This one, even though it's called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, it focuses more on Willy Wonka and kind mm-hmm. of his life story. Which, whoa, sorry. Mike fell on my face. Anyway, mm-hmm. which I think is... I think this one was more of a satirical. Like, if you think of it more yeah. as a satirical movie instead of, like, a re- a, ma- a remake or a redub, mm-hmm. it actually seems a little more interesting. Yeah. Because you got to think, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory focuses on Willy. Willy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory focuses on Charlie. Yeah. They are eating nothing but candy in the entire first one. Like, Charlie is literally, like, yeah. surviving off chocolate and cabbage soup. Yes. And is malnourished, like we said, and like poverty or whatever. This one, but in the new one, Johnny Depp's dad was a dentist. Oh my god! Okay. Willy Wonka had perfect teeth. Like so did Gene Mulder. Spot. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you really just, don't see his teeth as opposed to like Johnny Depp's. Like 
fucking pearly fucking, not even veneers. White. They're like damn near blue. That's how fucking. Well, I I definitely agree with the satirical part. Like mm-hmm. it is very much just very heavily played upon. Mm-hmm. Like honestly. if you watch them side by side, you can see a lot that they kind of like try to try to do kind of. And I think in the music, especially like you will see like it. Cause, like I made Rico watch all the music videos yesterday. Oh, really um, did. They like kind of not poke fun, but Beatles, Backstreet Boys, like mm-hmm. Kiss, Def Leppard, mm-hmm. uh, all those different bands. Like they kind of poke fun at them and their styles through every song that they do. Right. So I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you ready for the plot? Yeah. Whew. All right. So this movie begins very Tim Burton esque, of course, because he directed it. Tim you know? Burton esque. Esque. Oh, I thought he said Tim Esk. Burton's ass. I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, it is. Well, um, got to adjust the mic. And we meet Charlie and his family, which consists of a mom, dad, and Grandpa Joe, and three other grandparents. One evening, Grandpa Joe tells Charlie about a time 20 years ago when he used to work for Willy Wonka. He told him about how demand for Wonka's candies became so high, he went from a single store on a, to a massive factory. But soon, competing candy makers began sending spies into Wonka's factory, trying to steal his trade secrets. Frustrated and paranoid, Wonka shut down his factory and laid everyone off, including Grandpa Joe. A few years later, though, the factory began producing chocolate again, but no one knows who's running the factory or has even seen Willy Wonka since. The next day, flyers are distributed all over town announcing a contest. Willy Wonka has decided to give five lucky children the chance to see the inside of his factory, and one of these children will receive, and I quote, an extra prize beyond their wildest imagination, end quote. Um, it doesn't say lifetime supply of chocolate. It literally just says tour of the factory and a extra prize. That's it. Very vague. Um, so... So the world erupts into chaos with everyone looking for these tickets. The first one goes to Augustus Gloop, a gluttonous eater who bit off part of his golden ticket. The second one is won by a very spoiled brook of salt, but if we're going to be specific, it was actually one of her father's workers from the peanut factory, same as before, and he was paying his workers to unwrap chocolate bars in bulk. The third ticket is found by Viola Beauregard, a very competitive girl who loves to chew gum. She sees this as a competition and is determined to win the special prize. The fourth ticket is won by Mike TV, a boy who's obsessed with video games and uses scientific use scientific theory and process of elimination to find his ticket. So in this one, Mike TV is a little bit more um, smart than just video game obsessed. Before the fifth ticket is found, we go back to Charlie and learn that due to the increase in chocolate sales, toothpaste sales have increased as well, causing his father to lose his job at the toothpaste factory to a machine. Which also he steals the st- the spare parts like the weird toothpaste caps and brings them back to Charlie so they can build like a model factory. I don't know if you'd seen that part, Mm -hmm. but it's very weird. Like, I don't know why they brought that into the movie, but they did. It played no significance in anything. Absolutely none. Just some weirdness. So one, which you didn't say in this hmm. one, his dad is alive. Yes. And this one, yeah, his dad is alive and he works at a toothpaste factory, which it's, it's all very, I feel like this was, Honestly, um, big dentist propaganda. That's what this movie was. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. So one day, Charlie he- hears two men talking about how the fifth ticket has been found. And as he's wandering off, he finds money in the snow and decides to go buy himself a Wonka bar. While he's buying it, he hears another woman saying that the ticket was a fake. And once again, hopeful, he unwraps his chocolate bar to find the last golden ticket. Can I intervene real quick? Yeah, what's up? Charlie is fucking dumb in both of them. Absolutely. 
instead of taking this money and going home and going home and buying a loaf of bread for everybody or i don't know mm-hmm. just something right i should get My myself some chocolate like, i should try to play the lottery with chocolate and it's not even playing the lottery because he goes in there thinking that the golden tickets are already found right so but it's that's perseverance i i truly appreciate the new newer one more than the older one because the older one literally just had chocolate for his birthday and was like yeah i found more money more chocolate Mm -hmm. this one like at least you're like oh yeah like he just wants to treat himself you know Mm -hmm. okay so he finds the last golden ticket and then as soon as the adults see they offer to buy it from him but the shopkeeper gets onto them and tells charlie to rush home right away which again, honestly, like wholesome town. Yeah, for I real. I want to live there. I I would not mind living there. Yeah, absolutely. Seems like HOA is not a bitch. <laughs> you can have holes in your roof. We'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. So Charlie gets home, shows everyone, and Grandpa Joe insists, like right off the bat, he's like, "You should take me with you." It says one parent or guardian, not the father that was just laid off. No. He's like, "I worked at Wonka's factory twenty years ago, and I know I've been bedridden for the past twenty years, but I should go with you." Dog. But let me ask you another question. Why did Grandpa Joe in the old one look a little more bulkier, a little more like fleshed out, meatier guy? Yes. This one looked like he was about to fucking this heel one looks over. For real. But he's over here fucking tap dancing. That boy and shit. was crip walking hard. Like his, he had Megan, Megan the Stallion knees. I don't think he had Megan Stallion knees, but that boy definitely had some tippy tap toes, man. That boy was looking like he was spry as fuck. What, what was it? The fucking penguin's name from Happy Feet? He was looking like that motherfucker, dog. Honestly, but so Grandpa Joe is like, "No, I should go with you. I insist that I go with you." And Charlie's like, "Well, maybe I should just sell this ticket." Like Charlie, at least this one is like, "Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. At least this one's a little more like caring." He's like, "No, like nobody's gonna go. We're gonna sell it to help the family." And then responsibility, honestly, still so, dumb though. Um, Charlie is, of course, convinced by his other grandfather to actually keep the ticket and go. You know, it's like a treat yourself once in a lifetime experience. Mm-hmm. And they end up going the next day. He probably didn't think Charlie was going to make it. Honestly, like, boy, you need to experience something in your life. They're like, you know what? If they go, <laughs> if they go and they don't come back, two less mouths to feed. That's all I'm saying. For real. So now this opening scene, this opening scene is nothing like the Gene Wilder one. Do not let it get you twisted. This is the shit that nightmares are made of. Remember that puppet scene in Shrek? Mm -hmm. That's what they were going for. This is not that. So basically, there's a show going on with animatronic dolls that sing about Willy Wonka. Animatronic porcelain dolls. Yes. What did we say in the last one? Porcelain dolls. Are scary are creepy but before the sparklers go off they set everything on fire destroying the show and wonka just walks everybody through it like it's not an insurance hazard Mm -hmm. so wonka then appears leads them all into the factory where they immediately go into the chocolate room there's no contract or anything in this one um and as they're eating their way through the room veruca spots the oompa loompas and wonka explains that he rescued them from loompa land and they work for him in exchange for i think he pronounced it cacao cacao beans weird once again the first victim of this tour is augustus gloop 
He attempts to drink chocolate directly from the river and falls in where he's then sucked up into an extractor pipe. And then they move on to the inventing room, but not before hearing about Wonka's troubles with his father, who's a dentist, and how he never allowed Wonka to have candy as a child. Back to the inventing room, Wonka explains that this is where all of his new inventions are tested, including the everlasting gobstopper and hair toffee, which will reverse hair loss. Which, very oddly, Wonka has wonderful hair. Yeah, he does. Like, I don't know why he's working on hair loss reversal toffee. But anyways. for other I don't think it's for personal use. You know, the whole thing that starts off this whole tour for him is when he was getting his hair cut by one of the Oompa Loompas and they find a singular gray hair. Mm -hmm. And he freaks out. Midlife crisis? Yes. Well, mid- Three-quarter life crisis. Chris is like 25 and has like 50 gray hairs. That is true. So, this is where Violet becomes our second victim. She took a piece of gum that imitates a three-course meal. She chews it against Wonka's protest. And during the desert dessert portion, sorry, desert, that's where my throat is right now. Um, During the dessert portion, she inflates and turns into a 10-foot blueberry. Blueberry person. Some may say a blueberry American. And I will say that I prefer the old blueberry Veruca. The new one is no, fucking you terrifying. You're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. What? You were dying in the room because you saw them jumping and hopping on her. They and were jumping her on her. Yes. And she I, was screaming as her head was touching the floor. And then you her were head dying rolled into the floor. Yes. I, it's very funny, mm-hmm. but in terms of like which one I prefer, I prefer the old one because the, the new one is just such a fucking ball of comedy. I the. love this man snoring. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see if I can get him. Hold on. All right. There we go. Hopefully you can hear that. All right. So the group that heads to the next room, the nut room, the most disgusting place. That sounds pretty disgusting. Does not the have a black room. couch. Why'd you say it like that? What else am I going to call it? The peanut room? It's they're, the they're cracking walnuts. Room. They're cracking walnuts. The squirrel room? Uh, the nut room is better. No, that sounds like a dirty so, movie. In the nut room. Stop calling it that. <laughs> they find trained squirrels shelling walnuts around the clock. Veruca insists on becoming the third victim, and after manhandling a squirrel, it labels her as a bad nut, and she goes down the garbage chute in the middle of the room. Her father follows her, and thankfully, the incinerator is broken. So, with only Mike and Charlie left, they all get into the glass elevator, where they see the rest of the factory. Fudge Mountain, Oompa Loompa, shearing wool from a pink sheep for cotton candy, and a burn Fudge unit. Fudge Mountain. Fudge Mountain, yes. Like what Tank left downstairs on our carpet. <laughs> you were disgusting. And they also see a burn unit for puppets. They have a burn unit for puppets? Yes, they do. So eventually they go into the TV room where Wonka has developed a... Wait, was that in the tunnel? No, that wasn't in the tunnel. That was when they're in the glass elevator and they're just like flying through the... And they have a thing for burn unit puppets. Yeah. And you didn't show me that. I'm sorry. That is hilarious. It's because they all caught on fire. He like either made that after the entrance or he planned it or he's been doing this for a hot minute practicing that is creepy so eventually they go to the tv room where wonka has developed a teleporter mike then falls victim to wonka's factory 
activating the machine and shrinking himself down to the size of a mouse. And this is where we see our little um, Space Odyssey ode. Ode mm-hmm. to Space Odyssey. Sorry, my brain glitched out. Where the Wonka bar is a pillar. Or the... What are they called? What are they called? Like the tower. It's, it's another word for tower. Not monolith. Skyscraper? No. They're like all these blah blah blahs are appearing all over the world. Monoliths. It was a monolith. It was something else. I can't think of the name. Yeah, anyways. Rico said it was an ode to Space Odyssey. So It was. We're just going to call it that. Um, so after realizing Charlie and Grandpa Joe are the only ones left, Wonka declares Charlie the winner. And they board the glass elevator once again. And they go to the burn unit for puppets? Nope. Wonka presses the button to send them through the ceiling. And we see all the other children's walks of shame out of the factory. Okay, really quick. I just want to say that Willy Wonka and either one could have really helped humanity. He had all this time to build and invent and create and didn't use it to help anybody. Oh, no. Why would he? No. Why would he? He had teleporters. Mm-hmm. He was trying to sell more chocolate. That's it. Mm-hmm. So now at the Bucket's ho- home. I was going to say house. Now at the Bucket's home? I was going to say now at the Bucket's house. But then I was like, now at the Bucket's home. So now at the Bucket's home. Wonka tells Charlie that the special prize is his factory. Nice. I love how, like, you're just so supportive. Nice. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah, you're my heir. You're my successor. You're going to learn the factory and you're going to have it. And Charlie's like, yeah, dope. Cool. I'm so excited. I can't wait to pack up my family. And Wonka said, no, just you. Which is very fucking creepy. What parent is like... Yes, my 12-year-old son can go live with this 40-year-old man in his chocolate factory. That is the exact opposite of what you should do, children. That is not safe. Not, any... not a grown person's van that has candy. Nope. Not a grown person's warehouse that has candy. Mm-mm. Storage house, unit. Storage unit. Um, Treehouse. Treehouse. Trailer. What other? Don't ever go anywhere where anybody offers you chocolate. Or candy. If they offer you drugs, probably. But candy, If no. you're into that. If you're not into it's, drugs. Honestly, nobody's giving away drugs. Nobody's ever given away drugs. No. Never. So, um, yeah, Charlie is like, oh, what do you mean? I can't bring my family. And Wonka's like, yeah, sorry, just you, bud. Bill Cosby gave away roofies. I'm sorry. I just thought about it in I don't think I don't think he was giving them away to eager people. I think he was just... <laughs> I don't think that... No. I don't I, think anybody wanted to be roofied right 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 but i think that's the the gist that parents were getting to oh i mean i don't think that they were just like yeah people are going to offer you free drug drugs of your choice so much as they're going to give you drugs too i mean they they did i remember the whole dare to be drug free thing okay Um, the dare to be drug free they're like look your peers are going to try to pressure you into smoking some dope nobody pressured me nobody even offered they definitely you, offered. You have to pay. Oh, that's what I meant. Like they offered. But at a it's price. for you to yeah, it's for you to pay them to uh-huh. share with you. Nobody is sitting around saying, "Hey, kid, you want to you want to take some shrooms with me?" I have coworkers that listen to this. I just realized. No, that. but I'm saying like nobody's offering drugs just willingly. True. They're like, ah, yeah, you're gonna find them in your Halloween candy. Who, who is giving out free blunts and Halloween candy? Who's what giving house, out edibles? What house is that? Let me know. I'm going to give them a stern passing by. 
I will put on my Harry Potter robes. I will put on my Akatsuki robes and I will ring their doorbell with my fucking uh, bucket. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. This we is the have police. to have a very serious conversation this about you. This is the your... police. Give me all your drugs right now. I'm like, a concerned parent. Give me your, give me all of the drugs. I am confiscating them. All of the marijuanas. I need them now. I am confiscating them. Do not, do not give them any children. Give them to me, a trusted adult. I know how to dispose of this substance. <laughs> I will, I will light it all on fire. Don't mind me. <laughs> I mean, what if they're giving out crack? Like, oh no, we don't do crack. No, we don't. We don't, we don't do, do crack. any drugs. We don't do any drugs. What do you do? <laughs> Why we, would you say it like that? <laughs> we, we only do my prescription drugs like birth control and my antidepressants. Right. Granted, and Rico's meprazole. That's over the counter, but <laughs> <laughs> I take drugs. I take your anxiety medication sometimes. Sometimes, but From he also has a he also has a valid prescription. Yeah, I it do. is the same medicine, but he, his was just for nerve pain, but it all works the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I sometimes take my best friend's anxiety medicine. Mm-hmm. That is because I do not want to pay money for my doctor just yet. I am mm-hmm. Tango Panero. You have prescription pills that expired 14 years ago. And you know what? Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's not how you do that with medication, my love. It all works the same. So better help if you would like to sponsor us. (laughs) That is your cue. And Walgreens, if you would like to sponsor us, that is your cue. Or CVS. I don't care. Beep about it. All right. So where were we at? Um, Anyways, Charlie's not allowed to bring his family to his playtime fun time with Johnny Depp. Um, Creepy. Why would you say it that way? (laughs) (laughs) Upset. Wonka goes back to his factory where he mopes around for a couple days. And then he talks to Charlie again, asking for his help, you know, out of his funk. And Charlie's like, well, when I'm in a funk, you know what I do? And Wonka's like, what do you do? And he said, I talk to my family. Hmm. Hmm. Wild. Hmm. Hmm. And so um, Willie can't even say, like, parents or family. Like, the concept is just so foreign to him. Huh? The opposite of Dom. Yeah. Who Dom. needs chocolate you when you have family. family? I say it like fucking Voldemort. You did. I don't know why. Family. Who needs magic when you have family? Fuck, dog. <laughs> I was just thinking about how Voldemort's dad was under a love potion. Who needs hair when you have family? For real. Who <laughs> needs a nose when you have family? <laughs> but the concept of parents. Granted, Voldemort had no family. <laughs> he didn't. His mom is dead. And his dad left. No, he killed his father. Oh. And his stepmother. His dad only went out for some milk. No, his dad was under a love potion. Yeah. His mom gave his dad a love potion and had Voldemort. She built Cosby, the dad. Yeah. And then Voldemort was in an orphanage where... I'm going to talk so much shit about Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. I just... Fuck it. He's a free man. Exactly. That's why I'm talking shit. Tarnish his name. He's free on a technicality. Right. Anyways, getting back to Willy Wonka's lack of parents, Willy is like, what are parents? What's family? How does it make you feel better? I don't understand. He should have watched the Fast and the Furious movie. He should have. He really should have. He would have got the whole gist of it. He would have been calling his papa by the end of it. So Charlie then tells Willy to speak to his father and Willy reluctantly agrees and Charlie volunteers to go with him. They find Wilbur Wonka. I'll let that soak in for a second. (laughs) they find wilbur wonka the dentist and although he doesn't recognize willie 
And on, like, how do you not? Because he ran away from home as a child. Oh, and then he came back, and his dad had moved. Right. Wild. Also, he had the hair and the teeth. That was a wig. I know it. So, anyways, he doesn't recognize Willie, but you know what he does recognize? What if he was actually bald and had no teeth? Oh, my God. And whenever he made his fortune and fame, he got veneer so his dad could accept him. No. And Mm -hmm. hair, hair tonic formula. Anyways. Explain. His dad did not recognize his appearance, but he recognized his teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they reconcile and Willie offers a factory to Charlie once again. And then he tells them that his family, yes, they can come too. So the movie ends with the Bucket family home relocated into the chocolate room. I mean, you couldn't even build or build them like a nice fucking house. Just like, on the side. They basically, you know, like scraped the house off the ground. Dog, like, imagine like walking into your house. Like you go grocery shopping and then you have to come into the factory Go through the tiny door from the tiny door. Go through the whole factory of like candy yeah. land. And then ride through the tunnel. No, you... you don't have to ride through the tunnel. It's literally in the chocolate room. The candy land room. Oh, it's in the candy land room. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, I was going to say, still, imagine going through the fucking tunnel. It's still. Or like waking up early in the morning. What if the Oompa-Loompas are on break? Who's going to row you? Yeah. So the movie ends. It's like they just scrape the house off the ground with a spatula and then put it back on, put it in the chocolate room. They didn't even fix the holes? They didn't even fix the holes. They probably put gum on it. Probably. Granted, you don't have to worry about rain. I guess not. I wonder if they have a sprinkler system. True. So anyways, um, Willie, the end scene is him eating dinner at the dinner table with Charlie's family. How does Charlie find love? That's the thing. He finds love with an Oompa Loompa. Who needs love when you have chocolate? That's true. That's true. That's the, the euphoric feeling of chocolate. Moral of the story. Mm-hmm. So a couple similarities in these movies, um, because of course, you know, they're based off the Ronald Dahl book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So they are going to have a similar baseline. That is the one source material we did not look at. Or the place. We don't read anymore. We used to read a lot. We Sorry, used to. We used to go to the library all the time, but then... I was actually going to take you to the library the other day. That sounds dope. I think I lost my library card, though. But then COVID happened, and, you know, library closed, so... I have my library card. You can check things out on my card. I mean, I think I saw my... I think I just need to update my address and everything. Hmm. Um, but similarities to these movies. Wonka is a famous candy maker, and spies have been sent to steal his secrets, mm-hmm. so he shut down his factory and employed Oompa Loompas, whom mm-hmm. he rescued. From Loompa Land. Yes. The Golden Ticket Contest... Ah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really quick. Remember in the old one, he was like, yeah, I saved them from Wagnars and Wops. But like in the new one, it actually shows him going through. Oh, yes. You are correct. You are correct. Sorry. I'm yawning so much. I'm fucking exhausted. Um, The Golden Ticket Contest guaranteed a tour of his factory and the additional prize, so a lifetime supply of chocolate, was to the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, whereas the special extra prize was to Willy Wonka and Charlie. Words. You know, you know, the Lifetime of Chocolate was to the 1971. The special prize was in 2005. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say from now on. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I can't. Okay. And then the boat scene is similar on them, but it's not the same. No. It is a boat. It is a chocolate river. That is all. Yes, pretty much. And they don't know where they're going. And, you know, all the, most of the ways that the um the children fall victim to the tour are the same. The only big difference is Baruch Assault. Um, her nut and geese. nut and goose. Yeah, the goose is in the nineteen seventy one, and then the squirrels are in the mm-hmm. um, two thousand five. And then in two thousand five, 
the whole fizzy lifting drinks thing doesn't happen. You know you could just like skip the numbers in general, right? You could just say the old one and the new one. That is true. That is true. I didn't even (laughs) think about that. My brain is like shut off for the night, unfortunately. Okay. So in the old one, they have to sign a contract, which is written in like the devil's language Mm -hmm. and in Harry Potter world and in all sorts of different fonts. So the 2005 one is more focused on Willy Wonka's backstory and has a whole subplot and the new or sorry wait sorry the new one was more focused on that the old one is focused purely on the factory so like we said the whole dentist issue and the Mm -hmm. whole chocolate issue another difference is that slugworth is featured in the old movie to prove of the children's to prove their to prove their trustfulness you know what i meant trustworthiness sorry that's a big big word there i've been awake since like fucking four leave me alone five but yes i feel you anyway He's not in the new one at all. Baruka scene is different with mm-hmm. the geese and the squirrels. And of course, there's like minor like differences as well. But those are just kind of like the big ones. Bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to like go back and forth on our opinions? Yes. But before we do that, mm-hmm. there is a small scene that Connie pointed out to me that I really actually enjoyed in the Gene Wilder one, the old one, when he goes to stab into the um, mushroom. If you look closely, you can see that there are multiple puncture wounds. Oh, yeah. Where they the, did it several times. In the mushroom top that he, like, makes into an umbrella, umbrella kind of. Yeah. yeah, with his cane. Mm-hmm. When he lifts it up above his head, you can see, like, all the different mm-hmm. fucking marks. It's funny. And you can't stream these movies anywhere. We never mentioned that. I think the new one's on HBO Max. The new one is on HBO Max, but yeah. we found them on Amazon. YouTube and Amazon. So. For rent. For rent, yes. I think it was three ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah. And I didn't check YouTube because YouTube is overpriced with their movies, but whatever. So here are the opinions. And Connie, which title did you prefer? So in terms or of like the opening, the, sorry. The title sequences. Mm-hmm. The opening sequences. I prefer the old one. It is so nostalgic to me. Like watching that just brings out memories of watching it in my like elementary school. Um, I prefer the new one. And why is that? I don't know. It just, just like seems that. a little more crisp. It it was. I mean, I do I do feel your like nostalgia factor because I do remember mm-hmm. watching Wizard of Oz and like Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Roots. All it's just like it shows the the whole process of making chocolates, mm-hmm. and I just I love watching that. I just like so the gritty dope. like eighties feel to it. Yeah, um, I think we both prefer the older like font like title right card thing. I felt like the new one you could have like made in like Microsoft Word. Yeah, as, right. like, one of the big, like, word art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Whereas, like, you know that iconic Willy Wonka font. Mm-hmm. Um, really quick, I know I'm I'm diverting again. I'm, I'm done after this. But I learned that I say like a lot, and I got too. it from you. I know. I'm a valley girl at heart. I hear all your likes, so I've been saying like a Dude, lot. I'm not going to edit I, them out this time. I recorded a TikTok today, and I said like so much, I just deleted it and started over. Because I just... It was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> All right. So what's the next one? Um, we both prefer Gene Wilder over Johnny Depp. Not because we don't like Johnny Depp. Not it's because just, we don't like. This character was so weird for him. Right. This chair needs some every, WD-40. I no, don't know if I hear gonna, that. I was going to say every single time you you keep spinning in the chair. And I know you're getting fidgety because yeah. you've been here for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep spinning in the chair and it sounds like a cat is meowing. Yeah. I, I was just like, too. did Tank bring a cat up in here? Right. I don't know if they can hear it. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, like you said, I'm getting very fidgety. I don't like being still for this long. I think we both prefer the old Oompa Loompas, though. 
Yeah. Just because the new ones use the same person. And that dude. Homie, I hope he got paid for every single fucking Oompa he plays. That dude put in so much fucking work and uh, props to him. But I liked the variety with the old ones. Mm -hmm. Like you could see different sizes, different faces. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't all copy paste. And I think that was a little weird to me. As people who watch a shit ton of movies and like at this point are, are now starting to see the behind the scenes you know what i yeah. mean like seeing behind the veil at this point yeah it's kind of just like fuck dude like he put in so much work yeah like honestly that i think he was probably the hardest working person on that film yeah um which one's next oh we all prefer the old characters mm-hmm. aside from violet and her mom i think i like the mom so much more than the car salesman dad wait like, what do you mean from the original had the car salesman dad Mm -hmm. i liked the new one with the mom better the matching track suits and everything oh i just realized that i just realized that they changed it from the dad to the mom yeah but she was so snooty i know and she was like so weirdly like like sexually charged towards willy wonka granted i know a lot of people that are sexually charged towards johnny oh my god but but still and like it was just i don't know i preferred their duo rather than like Mm -hmm. the dad who really didn't want anything to do with his daughter and was just trying to like promote his business Mm -hmm. so um i know you prefer the new charlie and grandpa joe though i prefer the new charlie and kind of grandpa joe I think you prefer him because it's a Six Flags guy, or at least looks like him. Right. And then he started crip walking in the beginning. This Fucking shows. asshole dog. Just, like, you're telling me you've been in bed for 20 years, and you're up here doing fucking dances and shit? For real. No He was hitting that sea breezy. For real. Um, I think we both prefer the old boat scene, but you prefer the new boat itself. I do prefer the new boat. That was a pretty dope boat. I like the little dragon gummies, as opposed to, like, the old school, like, Mickey Mouse steamboat type. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, because, you know, it's a candy factory, you know, old-timey. Yeah, it's it's cool. It it, it represents what it represents, and I like it, but the new boat looks cool. I did enjoy the acid trip that was that The old one. And the old scene, yeah. Uh, Dude, I think I paused it at one point, and there was, like, a chicken getting its head cut Mm -hmm. off. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the actors, it was a surprise to them, too. Right. They were, like, actually shocked. Yeah, that's a well-known known. Yeah, in the old one, that's what a lot of the scenes were. Like, the Gene Wilder coming out scene is the first scene of Willy Mm -hmm. Wonka. Like, that was all shot as genuine. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I really liked about it is... About, like, a lot of those older movies, too. And that's the thing is that... We rely nowadays so heavily on CGI. People mm-hmm. have to actually, you know, act, act. as if, yeah. yeah, like, oh, my God, I'm seeing this huge thing. Whereas with the old movies, it was so practical and a lot of people had to do things themselves mm-hmm. that you could get genuine reactions mm-hmm. from, like, seeing this amazing thing right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I definitely agree with that. I do uh, prefer that. Your yawns are a lot louder than my yells. Damn it, Why? I'm sorry. I was trying to sound like a sociopath for the entire <laughs> fucking podcast, and you got me that time. <laughs> um, we both prefer the old Violet. As a blueberry? As a blueberry. Yes. We prefer her new character, but old blueberry form. Right. Granted, the new the one new was one just was comical. Funny. Yeah. It was just like, it didn't even like blow up as like a balloon. It just like kind of morphed her you know like certain parts swelled at certain times right it wasn't like a gradual why did they like, make her up. butt grow first though that was, it was weird very odd very, very weird. weird choice yeah but no like that's the thing is like i i liked how in the old one she kind of all blew up at once mm-hmm. and whereas in the new one it was kind but of her like, arms always got small 
It was, was just weird. like all, uh, it was all kind of weird. I think we both prefer the Veruca like squirrels. squirrels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to the geese. Squirrels. Um, they were, the geese were just, it was very, you could tell. It didn't matter. Well, you could tell that that was of the time. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like it was very old school. And I think lastly, which one's the last one? We prefer the new Charlie or the new chocolate factory. Once again, I think it was just because of CGI. I right. pre- I love the old chocolate factory. Don't get me wrong, but it just looks a little gross. Not gross. It, Not like, gross. Handmade. But like, yeah, handmade is what I meant by like, like you gross, know like... that it was like a set. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new one looks like fucking fancy. You know, right? Also, like being older and having such better graphics as opposed to being like older with you know those are the graphics at the time. Yeah, it's like wow it's pretty like we've come so far yeah seeing it as a set i like the cgi is like it actually looks like candy actually looks like everything is like yeah like edible like it's oh we didn't say we didn't say my favorite scene in charlie and that's when they played it kind of similar to willy wonka where they're like yeah everything here is edible and so johnny depp's character is like yes everything here is edible even humans are edible it's just looked down upon you don't remember that part? No. Oh, yeah. That's I my love favorite that. Scene. No, I will say I prefer the new one's chocolate milk as well compared to the old one just because the new milk one. chocolate? It wasn't chocolate milk. Chocolate milk river. It wasn't a chocolate milk Weird. river. It was I just a was chocolate, chocolate river. No, it was just milk Anyways, chocolate. Um, I prefer the chocolate river and the new one just because it looks like that thick, creamy Dutch chocolate milk mm-hmm. compared to the old ones, like water with a brown tint. Right, it looked dirty. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but it did not look good. It looks like whenever you make hot chocolate with water. Like, yeah, I could genuinely... Which I, which obviously is, duh, the, the gist of it, but... I mean, it's just, it's not satisfying, you no, know? No, it's not as it's satisfying like, as that, like, rich Dutch chocolate that was in the fucking new one. If I were to go out drowning in a chocolate river... I don't want to go out in dirty chocolate water. I want thick water that's going to clog my airways immediately. That's exactly what happened to Augustus Gloop, though. I know, but... Man should have died in the pipe. He really should have, dude. Like, you saw him getting... He survived way too long. That's the thing, is that there was so much CGI, it was sometimes a little too much. Mm Mm-hmm. It just... It took you out of it sometimes. Right. Like, instead of, you know, the original, you're captivated throughout the entire Mm -hmm. movie, no matter how many times you've seen it. And, like, they show you how many Oompa Loompas there are. Yeah. it's just the same guy, and, like, you're just overwhelmed with, like, that CGI of the same fucking Oompa Loompa. Yeah, like, there's no variety. There's no, like, small doses of them, you know? Yeah. They bring them out in, like, droves of 20 or 50, Mm -hmm. and you're just, like you said, overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I prefer the new music to the old music, but I liked how the old music had, like, the kind of words i i love the words on the screen and i also loved how like eerie they were yeah they're like kind of like a warning Mm -hmm. whereas like the new one is kind of more like talking shit yeah like diss tracks they pretty much were diss tracks (laughs) it did remind me of the uh fairly odd parents episode with the pixels the pixel fairies where they're gray oh yeah yeah, we're pixies we're pixies yeah yeah it reminded me of the office the scrantonicity i don't remember that one i don't think i got that far I kind of just played The Office in the background. It was the one of the first episodes, I think. Oh. The electric, electric City rap that Mike, uh, Michael and Dwight did. Oh. Anyways, um, no, it was in the later episodes. It's my bad. But yeah, no, I mean, out of both of these, which one? Would like, I prefer? If you had to tell somebody to watch Charlie and the Chocolate mm. Factory, which one are you well, recommending? Why, 
what age group no just like just like you had to choose one and then the other one's gonna go away forever that sucks because like i have two different answers because okay like for instance like if it was like my child Mm -hmm. and like they're still young i would obviously put them in front of like the bright colorful one yeah i guess where like anybody older than somebody that can hold two seconds of information i'd be like yeah watch the old one like the old one is way better i think personally i would just if i had to get rid of one of them i would get rid of the new one and just keep the old one yeah like without a doubt in my mind i mean yeah it's just i don't think a child would be able to sit through that i mean i really i don't think today's kids i think a child might be a little scared by the new one by the old one too dude yeah but by the new one Mm -hmm. i mean just because johnny depp is fucking freaky in that movie he is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if I were telling somebody about it and they've never seen either one, I would tell them to watch the first one just mm-hmm. because the pure 70s nostalgia, like mm-hmm. DIY props, mm-hmm. it just, it really stood up to the test of time, in my opinion. Right. It, did, it definitely did. I agree. It's like one of those iconic movies like Dirty Dancing where it really never gets old. Mm. Well, it's just like, it's... You can show it to somebody in today's day and age, and they would still be like, I can that's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, wow, it's fucking cheesy as shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like you watch Footloose from back in the day, mm-hmm. and you're like, that's a cheesy ass movie. I do have to say, I have my first diss what on our podcast. I'm dissing somebody on our podcast. Who? So, one of our Patreons asked me to make them a movie list, mm-hmm. a short little movie list. I said, fine, I'll give you some movies to watch. Mm-hmm. I gave her movies to watch. And her family members, or people that live in her house, said, those movies are old as shit. You wouldn't like those. Bitch. And it was like The Shining. Oh, my God. And so she watched The Shining, and she was like, it's a good movie. Like, yeah, I, classic. It was, it was dope. And I was like, okay, see? See? Anyways, I definitely should recommend the old Charlie and the Chocolate Factory over the new one. I completely forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> completely forgotten that's why i feel like our discussion episode is gonna be great we're gonna hit an hour like it's nothing yeah because i think this one's on the verge of two yeah we're three minutes to two so oh, i'll fuck. let you go ahead and close it out well everybody i hope oh wait we recommended the, the old, old one. one yes yes we preferred the, the old, old one. one yes yes and movie of the week is gonna be terminator oh. 2 oh okay sure thing bud no we already have a movie for the next week we have a movie for the next two weeks. I forgot about it. To save it ourselves. I don't know where they were. Fuck it. Listen to the last Listen episode. Listen to the last episode. They'll yeah. tell you. They'll tell you pop yeah. quiz um, in a month. Maybe we should start doing pop quiz on Patreon. <laughs> pop quiz. What was our first ever movie of the week? Pop quiz. What did we derail on this week? No. That, I would continue <laughs> our cycle of derailing. Honestly, honestly we can't stop. Um so yeah, aside from that, go to last week's episode to hear this week's uh, movie. movie of the week. Yeah. I think it was like Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Don't Something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um anyways, you I said the same thing by accident. That's <laughs> how you know we're married. Uh if you guys would like to um join us for more content, feel mm-hmm. free to follow us on Breakout the Popcorn at Instagram and Facebook and Go t- listen to the last episode. And TikTok. All those things. Yeah, BOTP, Twitter's BOTP that. Podcast, Patreon. Just Google Break of the Popcorn. I don't know what it's under. Rico set it up. Yep. I have no control over it. Still didn't look it up either. Anyways, um, 
if you want to email us, brickofpopcorn at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, join our Patreon for our exclusive Facebook insider group where mm-hmm. we post about our episodes and we have little discussions with the few people that are in it. Um, let me see. Is that it? That is about it. All right. Well, I have to go. Oh, and thank you, everybody who is new and has subscribed or not subscribed, but like listened to us, followed us on. Yes spotify and all sorts of other things we're doing a lot better on apple though i have no idea i think you told me that a while back is that we're doing better on apple than we are spotify but if spotify you want to make a deal want to cut us a check we're down for a check apple iheart whoever we're down for a check we will sell out yes you want us to stop cussing that's going to be a little bit harder i will try my best Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i cannot guarantee much slugworth if you want to drop a couple bands on us it's fine Mm oh i didn't give the that's what one of the updates were well you have a late update um i got into a lot of batman comics oh okay. and i realized that we were so wrong on that episode uh, well so if you got into this part and you're still mad at us about batman we're sorry i've been doing a lot of research <laughs> we were <laughs> so wrong we will correct ourselves next week <laughs> we won't but all right we'll forget about it but <laughs> All right, you guys. Love you guys. Um, um, that's it. Y'all are cute, especially you. Thanks. Uh, not you. Oh. More credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 